The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, along with you boat rockers who are in the house and others I may have missed. Welcome to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at sonsoflibertymedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here. This is Tuesday morning. I said it was yesterday. And uh, again, my days run together so so quickly. I'll give you a little anecdote here in a moment before we get started. <clears throat> if you'd like to check us out online, sonsoflibertyradio.com and sonsoflibertymedia.com. And if you want to uh, follow the video feed that's going out, if you're listening by radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Right there on the right side of the page, we're going live, and uh, in fact, that's my fault. I didn't even put in the uh, uh, the thing that we had, so we're not going. Ah. Something else I have to keep up with now uh, that we're changing out. Um, so we're doing that. We're also getting ready to set up a new platform uh, that we're going to be on. I believe that's going to be through Vimeo. So, uh, but you'll be, always be able to find us on SonsLibertyMedia.com can also catch that live video feed on Bradley's Twitter now at Bradley Dean One, uh, Periscope and Twitch at Setting Brushfires, Facebook at Brad, uh, not Brad, yeah Bradley Dean S O L, and YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. Well, it was that. Look for Bradley Dean on YouTube. All this stuff's changed, and I thought I had changed it in my notes here. Before it's news.com right on the front page, and then also DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. If you would like to support the Sons of Liberty, you know we don't have our hand out for money. Okay, but we do let you know we have needs that have to be met, and we let you know about how to deal with those needs. So if you'd like to help us out, just head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. There is a donate button right here. You can click and make a one-time donation, or if you'd like to partner with us as a son or daughter of liberty, and that's a monthly donation, you can do that. Uh, click either one of those and you know give as the Lord would have you to do so. And you don't have to give to participate, um, but uh, it, we're, we're just letting you know that we do have needs. Also, there's a sign-up on that page as well. So if you go back over to sonslibertymedia.com, you scroll right down right here. Just put your email in there. Um, we send out a newsletter one time, one time, once a night. We don't sell it. You won't get uh, sales from somebody coming through this uh, this uh, email. We're not gonna. We don't rent it out. 
We don't make any money off of any of that, okay? But uh, sign up for that, and you'll get a newsletter each night. Now, let's tell you about the uh, the money deal, <laughs> or the, the days of things that I'm in. We've got a problem with our stove. And I'm like, well, we just got this thing like a year ago or two years ago, and come to find out it's been over five years, <laughs> so my time flies. So i got to figure out how to fix this stove. It's one of those with all this, I don't know, electronic stuff and it's not like the old one we had, you know, you got knobs, you got a heating element, and that's about it. Um, this is going to be quite, <laughs> quite interesting to deal with. So um, that just tells you how my time flies. I can't even keep up with it. Anyway, we're going to be talking today about QAnon sense. Okay, the deception continues, and people keep buying it. That's what gets me. And and I don't think they're bad people. I'm not perceiving they're bad. Some probably are, but I don't think the majority of them are. I think they have a hope that somebody is going to do the right thing, that they're being told the truth, that justice is going to come down, the swamp's going to be drained, the deep state's going to be slaughtered. When, over the past four years, if you're paying any attention at all, the exact opposite has happened. Why? We've told you. The guy that you think is your hero and savior is not that. In fact... He is a part of it. We've been saying it for years, and people still haven't woke up to that. Now, if you want to call in, that's the topic we're going to be on. Love to have your call. Whether you agree or disagree, love to hear from you guys, okay? Really. I mean that sincerely. 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. And to help me in this little excursion here into q nonsense is Captain Carl Canis, and uh, welcome and thank you, Tim. Always a pleasure to be on your show. As a matter of fact, um, before I get started here, what I'd like to do is just say, you know, that I've studied economics, world and American uh, economic and governmental science and uh, history, and um, and I've been trying to find a way to educate the American people so that they can do what they have to do. In other words, what we all need to work on and do. Um. And I'll tell you, the uh, Sons of Liberty show is absolutely critical. Um, they're getting the word out tremendously. I've been with them now for, uh, well, about three weeks. I started watching them about roughly. And uh, their show is absolutely amazing. And I would say that one of the very first things you need to do to restore the rule of law and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights is to contribute to the Sons of Liberty. They, their show is absolutely awesome, whether it be uh, Tim or uh, Bradley, either one. They're both excellent, and they give you such vital information that you're not going to get from mainstream media or anywhere else. And so if I could, I'd certainly like to ask that, uh, that you donate to the cause and listen to the show and learn, because it's the only place where you're going to get all the information that you absolutely need. So with that, Tim, I, just I appreciate want to thank that. You. Thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. Well, let, let's 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 get into this, okay? Because um, I've, I've done several shows on it. We did one with uh, Victor Portlier, uh, who was on with me on Tuesdays, and uh, he's still around. Uh, he's still trying to move down here to South Carolina. He and his wife. And uh, but we we've done a show on that. I had the show where we presented former CIA. Agent um, Kevin Ship on, and everybody says, "Oh, you know, he's a shield and once CIA, always CIA, and stuff like this." I don't think that's the case with Kevin, 
But the fact of the matter is, is, is Kevin spoke out about it. He says these are the these are the things that are that line up where you can see psychological operations. And he took his time in, in actually coming out on that because I asked him about it when we had him live on the show. I just played this video because he said, look, this is what this is how people respond. You know, you can use that and do it. Uh, so we did. We had other things that we talked about with QAnon. And again, this isn't an attack on the people who are following it, but it's it's an attempt to try to say, look at what's happening here. So, Captain Carl, let me let me give one instance here. Um, this past week, is it this week? We, we had all of these people show up and they, uh, what did I do with my video? I don't know what I did with my video. <laughs> there it is. Okay. They show up and they're, they're having this rally for Trump, right? It, it, it's not a march for the constitution that some people might say was well, for that, but you can see, I'm just telling you, you just see the idolatry here it's not this is not about the constitution and liberty it's an idolatry that's here i'm going to play this it runs about two minutes they come out in the street he knows they're gathered there okay for him and what does he do he just drives right through the street off to another golf outing this is what happened I mean, over and over, it's just, it's like the Pope's coming to town. Can we just, can we touch him? Can we touch the car? Can we get a glimpse? Absolutely amazing. So you see the setup here, folks, and um, <clears throat> let's uh, let's cut some of this. All right. So w- we see the setup here. Now this was a grand opportunity. I read a great piece by a guy from over in Britain. <clears throat> Excuse me, and he was talking about this. This was a tremendous opportunity for Donald Trump to take a stand. Okay, pull out. I mean, he's got all of these people here, and he could have rallied them, right? He could have done that. Instead, what's he doing? He's going to do the very thing he says he wasn't going to have time to do. He's going golfing. Folks, this is what it's costing you every time you go. 
Not every time, but this is what it's cost up until November the 22nd, 2020. $142 million plus dollars to go golfing. All right? This is what happened. His supporters came out. I'm sure not all of these people who are there are QAnons, but it, it kind of follows the same mentality that they think there is a Savior, a Messiah. They, they'll tell you, oh, no, no, no. When, when you bring that up, they'll say, no, no, no. But they use all the language. They do all of the same kind of stuff that thinks this guy, single-handedly, and you look at the imagery, he's, uh, uh, whatchamadoodle, he's um, Superman, he is whoever. You got that going on. What what do you say about some of this? Do you want to lead us off in some of the, the QAnon kind of um, uh, stuff that you see going on there, Carl? Certainly. Tim, you are so right. Isn't that amazing watching that uh, that clip there? Um We've got an issue here. What people need to realize is that America, number one, is not a democracy. The Founding Fathers explicitly made a democracy outlawed under Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution, and that has enhanced that outlaw, that, that actually criminal behavior uh, put on by our politicians, both Republicans and Democrats, Um is 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 stopped by the Tenth Amendment law. Now, let's get on to the QAnon thing here. Um, there's a couple of different things. Number one, something came out by the name of Q. Okay, and I'm going to explain what that is all about. And then we have something that Q created. Q created something that I personally call the Q continuum. The Q continuum are all of the people. Actually, what it is is approximately seventy to eighty million. Americans, okay, are the Q continuum. They were brainwashed by uh, the Department of Homeland Security. Um, the Department of Homeland Security, first of all, let's, get, let's go back one more step. Um, the deep state. What, what is the deep state? This is absolutely critical to understand. What is the definition of the deep state? The deep state are the plethora of executive branch agencies and bureaus that are explicitly prohibited from even existing by constitutional law and order, particularly 10th Amendment law and order. The 10th Amendment are the laws, is one of the several laws that the rulers, the leaders, and the higher powers that are uh, expressed or pursuant to Romans 13, 1 through 5 in America. I'm talking about in America now. I'm not talking about any other countries around the world. I'm just talking about America and our union. Um, the rulers and leaders created these laws so that the, the Lord our God would be our one and only God and our one and only King. And so that people wouldn't go to the voting booth and get down on their knees and pray to the Republicans and Democrats who are literally having the IRS steal our money before we even get them at our house. They're stealing our paychecks and our wages, our salaries, and our property, uh, specifically through withholding taxes, which are completely, according to the Supreme Court of the United States in several different cases, uh, employer taxes and income taxes do not apply to Americans. And the reason is, is, is the 10th Amendment law. The 10th Amendment states that uh, 
all spending, all power, which also means spending, is reserved to the states respectively or to the people. And the reason is, is so that the people who ordained and established our laws on both the Republicans and the Democrats at every single level of government um, have the money and finances that they need, including our home countries. You see, we have 50 countries under God, individual, with liberty and justice for all, okay? 50 separate countries. To understand that, the first thing you really ought to do is go back to the Declaration of Independence, which is the currently existing first law in U.S. Code. It's also known as the organic law. That is the existing law which gives the Constitution and the Bill of Rights any meaning or understanding whatsoever. You see, the Declaration of Independence is the key to the Constitution. Without the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution nor the Bill of Rights makes any sense whatsoever. They're worthless documents of no meaning at all. And you need to have the Declaration of Independence, which like I told you is the first law, the first currently existing law in U.S. Code. So we need to go back to that first and foremost before we even start reading the Constitution. Then we need to read the Bill of Rights. And we also need to understand the first paragraph in the Constitution where all of the rulers over America are listed in the very first three words. And they are our rulers and leaders who ordained and established our laws, and that's a quote in the first paragraph, upon the President of the United States, upon the Supreme Court of the United States, upon all Republicans and Democrats, and upon all, all cops, and, and the entire federal government. And I call cops blue coats because they so often go against their oath of office to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, both Republicans and Democrats. And they constantly go against the rule of law every, every single day. If you know any cop who, who does traffic enforcement, traffic law, they are violating the Constitution. Yep. We have... All of our rights and all of our powers come from one source, from God himself. And that's subject, and that's pursuant to Romans 13, 1 through 5. You can read it right there. We, the people in America, I'm just talking America now. I'm not talking about other countries. The other countries, a lot of them I know for a fact have the divine right of kings. Well, we don't have that here. We have the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence which we, the people, ordained and established upon all Republicans, all Democrats, and upon the President of the United States. And they all need to start obeying the rule of law, particularly one of the most important ones is the 10th Amendment law, where it says that all powers and all spending are reserved to we, the people, and to each of our home countries. Like I said, we have 50 free, independent, and sovereign countries, which are divisible, and, and 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 under the Lord our God, who is our, who is our King, um, it's a chance to reverse what happened in in Samuel, uh, which you should read in the Bible. You should always be reading the Bible, but I mean that would be a good place to to learn. God was very upset when when the Israelites wanted to have a king, and it, and God felt it was a disgrace to Him. Well, in America, we have an opportunity to restore God as our one and only king and our one and only God and double our paychecks 
by simply reinforcing the rule of existing law, uh, regardless of what our servants think. They're public servants. They're supposed to serve us. We're not supposed to. We're not supposed to be serving them. We're not supposed to be following orders from our servants who are in blue coats. Okay. And we're not supposed to be serving the Fed coats either. Like we're not supposed to be serving the IRS and the plethora of, of alphabet soup agencies and bureaus who are oppressing us. And like, for example, where I served a three plus week tour of duty at the Bundy Ranch, um, when the U.S. government surrendered to us and begged us for a safe escort out of the area, when there, there was talk of actually killing, they actually had, according to whistleblower Larry Wooten, I just want to give you a quick example. Larry Wooten stated that they had a kill list of certain Americans that they were going to kill with their 213 battlefield dress agents with fully automatic weapons and sniper teams. Okay. Uh, the American Militia Freedom Forces out tactically maneuvered them and they stayed over the course of the day. They surrendered to us and begged us for a safe escort out of the area. Thank God, because we have reason to believe through Larry Wooten too, which would be a second, um, memo from Larry Wooten, a whistleblower. We didn't get a chance to read it because there's a gag order on Larry Wooten 2. We did read uh, Larry Wooten 1, which we got into the public. We leaked. We got it leaked, um, which stated that they had a kill list to kill certain Americans. We believe it's the whole, well, the whole Bundy family, actually, largely. Um, but we also believe that they were going to kill men, women, and children who were protesting in support of the 10th Amendment law, the whole Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and in, in, in the protest on behalf of the Bundy Ranch family. You see, the, the, the deep state uh, ran all the ranches out of Clark County, except for one. And his name is Cliven Bundy, and of course his sons and his wife and you know, the Bundy family. Uh, but they ran, they, there were 55 ranches out in Clark County for years, decades, now there's only one. And as a matter of fact, there's a book by one of my friends, Shauna Cox. It is literally called The Last Rancher Standing because the, the deep state, all the plethora of agencies, ran, ran all the ranches off the land down there in the southern part of Nevada. And he's the very last rancher. That's it. Done. Captain Carl, um, can, can, can we, let's, let's break here just a second because we've covered some of this stuff before. Um, and this is leading up to, to what we're talking about, I know. But the, let's talk about the difference of that, because I think this is a stark contrast of that rather than the, the issue of, um, uh, of, of what we see with QAnon. We see QAnon, we, we see the people, and some of the people that, look, we, we showed aren't QAnon people. I get that. And again, this is not an attack on QAnon people. It's not. I've told you guys, the FBI under Donald Trump has labeled you guys domestic terrorists. Are you not paying attention? And he's not calling them out on it. He's saying, oh, I don't know anything about you. That's what he's saying. The difference is you guys went and did something. You didn't rely on the president. You couldn't rely on him. He was against you. you. You went and did something together. You enforced it. You were part of a militia. You called militia from all over the states. They came out there to help one of their own, an, a fellow American. And what do we see in with the QAnon thing other than people saying, oh, I found this out. Well, yeah, okay, that stuff's pretty much public knowledge if you weren't paying attention. That doesn't make you awake. It just means 
you got in on the on the information a little late. But what are we seeing? What is the real distinction here? Because everything to me points to holding the carrot out in front of the people, saying, "If you you know this is coming, trust the plan." What is the plan? Nobody knows what the plan is. Um, and now you're in a situation. Now you're seeing the Trump legal team falling apart. Look, I believe there's voter fraud, folks. I I believe there is. I really do. But at the same time, while we saw the massive rallies for Trump, what you didn't see was all those people going around getting everybody, their dog, their cat, their dead person or whatever, to sign up to vote and get all this stuff going. You guys didn't, you guys weren't paying attention to that part and saying nobody's showing up to rallies, which they weren't for, for Biden and Harris. And by the way, for you people who say we support them, you're out of your mind. And if he goes into office, you're going to see just how much we don't support them because we're going to hold the same standard to them that we've been holding to Donald Trump. And then you're going to change your tune. And you go, oh, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. I know how it works because it was going on during Obama. And that's OK. That's OK, because we win people every day by pointing to exactly what the what the issues are. And that is pointing back to the law. And as you said a minute ago, pointing back to our one and only King, King Jesus, that's the only guy. Okay. Now let me let me add this here, Carl. And I just want you to get get you to chime in. <clears throat> Paul writes to the Corinthians. <clears throat> excuse me. In first, excuse me. In Second Corinthians chapter eleven, I'm having to lean over here to to read around my microphone. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Okay? Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Now, Jesus also warned us about this um, in... um, I'm trying to get another tab, looking around my microphone here. (laughs) When When he warned the people about what was coming in that generation, the first generation... And it's and the application goes throughout history. There's no doubt. He says in Matthew 24, verse 5, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Uh, there are those who come in the name of Christ. Uh, Mark chapter 13, verse 6, For many shall come in my name, and they'll deceive many. And so the idea is this. There's a lot of people that take up a Christian mantle when it's to their advantage. Okay? But then you look at how they conduct themselves, and it ain't the same thing. And this is what Bradley has been hitting on. This is what I've been hitting on when we talk about the guy in the White House right now. He's got a nice face. He'll, he'll give you, um, you know, the smiles and, and talk about God uh, when it's convenient and, uh, and put that forward. But when it comes to obeying the law, when it comes to bringing justice, which is a part of God's character, by the way, and it's part of, it, it is... Donald Trump's job to do that, we're not seeing any of that. And so the question I have, somebody mentioned Cyrus, and that's been a thing that's come out here too. Let me tell you something about Cyrus, guys. Cyrus set the people free. It was, you know, Jeremiah said 70 years are going to go there because you didn't keep the Sabbaths. So you got you got 70 years of Sabbaths you owe me. And that's why he put them into bondage in Babylon. And it's Cyrus who came along, and God pointed him out long before he came along. He said, he's going to be my man. He's going to be my guy to let my people go. And I want to ask you something, people. Do you feel like you're free? Are you free yet, America? Are you free QAnons? Are you free Trump supporters? No, you're not. You're, you're, many of your states are continuing to put on these lockdowns. 
this president has advocated for gun uh, red flag laws. He has overseen many states with Republican governors to implement those. His DOJ, and you can tell me, oh, well, it's the DOJ, it's the, AO, it's the AG who's done, who put him in the office? Everybody wants to point to Fauci. Everybody wants to point to Barr. Who put him in there? The guy that you're worshiping, the guy that you continually follow. I don't understand, Captain Carl. This is the thing I think that QAnon has been masterfully deceptive with. You give some good information and you you tweak it with the poison of of just some of his outright lies. How early on, 2017, he said that Hillary Clinton was going to be, or they said, I think it's a group of people, they said Hillary Clinton was going to be arrested the following morning between this time and that, all this kind of stuff. Can you speak to that? What's your What's your thoughts on that? My thoughts on that, Tim, are that uh, I, I think that uh, QAnon, or what, who I call the Q continuum, like I said, the Q continuum consists of somewhere between 70 and 80 million Americans, okay, I think that they're absolutely correct. Trump is playing, or otherwise known as Q+, by the way, uh, he's playing 4D chess. Absolutely, no question about it. He's playing 4D chess on us. And this has got to come to an end. Um, let me tell you about Q now. Uh, DHS, the, the deep state, it consists of approximately... Six million employees whose jobs are explicitly prohibited from even existing whatsoever because those jobs either belong to the states, the free, independent, and sovereign countries that form, quote-unquote, a more perfect union, or they belong to us, we the people, as their rulers. Look at the first paragraph in the preamble of the Constitution. We the people are the rulers. We are the ones who, quote-unquote, Ordained and established our laws on the President of the United States. Look it up. First paragraph of the United States. We ordained our laws on the President of the United States to, quote, secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and to our posterity, which, by the way, keeps God as our one and only God, so that neither Republicans nor Democrats can use the money that they steal out of our wages and salaries and use it to buy our votes. Okay, so we, we, we the people are in charge here, not them. And we need to stand up. Each of us individually needs to stand up and stop, stop this, this, this 3D, 3D chess that's being played on us by both Q plus and, and the Q. Okay, now the Q... Uh, one of the plethora of agencies that ex is expressed, explicitly prohibited from even existing is the Department of Homeland Security. The Department of Homeland Security has a PSYOPs division where they do PSYOPs on us. Why? To protect the deep state. The plethora of executive branch agencies that are explicitly prohibited from even existing according to, quote-unquote, the supreme law of the land. You can read about the Supreme Law of the Land and understand it a little bit better by reading Article 6, Clauses 2 and 3. And you people, every one of you should look that up and read that. And what it says there is that any law, which means any spending also, uh, is, is not law. It's null and void of law unless it's made, quote, unquote, in pursuance of the Constitution, which means in pursuance of the Tenth Amendment law. Okay, 
they had, the, the, our governments have no powers except for that which are explicitly um, listed under Article One, Section Eight, okay, of the Constitution. And and we are also superior to our own home countries as well. And there we have the vote, of course. And our home countries can do all sorts of things. In fact, there's, according to the Constitution, there's nothing wrong. Uh, you know, if, a, if, if, if one of our home countries wants to be socialist or communist, that's fine. They can be socialist or communist. But we're going we're gonna to walk or drive uh, to a state that has freedom and liberty and isn't taxing us very much. Okay. And, and, that's, and then the states have to compete against each other. Otherwise, whoever, whatever state is the most free, they're going to have all of our money, all of our skill sets, all of our capabilities. We're going to be making money like crazy, and we're going to make certain states ultimately rich and wealthy and powerful. Uh, and that's the meaning of the 50 free, independent, sovereign countries, so that they would have to compete for our for our, all of our capabilities, our skill sets, our our finances, you know, whatever money we bring in and assets. But let's get back to QAnon again. Let's get back to the Q and the Q continuum. One of the divisions at DHS is the is the is the Q division. Okay, what is the Q? What is actually the Q? The Q are just a handful of guys, just a handful of guys who are they're super geniuses. There's no doubt about it. These Four, five, six guys, okay, they call them digital warriors over there. These four or five, these five or six digital warriors are controlling the between 70 to 80 million conservatives. And they're totally under their control. They're automatons. They don't even think for themselves. And one of the ways that the Q division did this over at DHS, the PSY operators there under the Q division, is they, they <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. I find it absolutely amazing. <laughs> but they put out these codes. They put out this secret code. Uh, hey, I guess our uh, is our internet unstable. Do you have? Yeah, any? we're ha- no, we're having we're having a little bit of trouble there. I don't know what's going on. Um, but you're hitting on something that Rhonda is speaking about here. She she said that they're they're called digital soldiers, and they give information. They give these drops, and the people go through them. Well, the problem with that is, what is it doing? It's giving people basically, in all honesty, a lot of the information that people went and went and researched was nothing more than stuff they couldn't find out in the first place. I mean, honestly, the reason they could find it was because they went and, and dug it out. But they're being led by the nose, and they don't even realize it. They, right. they don't. Uh, what, they don't. So that's the psychological part of it that, that I see. Right. What's happening is they put out these Q codes. Uh, that are written cryptically, and then you have to kind of understand the so-called Q code, and there's guys within the Q continuum that have this, it's like their big thing is to break the encryption of the Q code, and then they come up with these answers. And one of the crazy things is um, they'll say, like, uh, the way we prove that uh, Q exists uh, which is, by the way, when this whole thing first started, Q, they said, was all of the military. Everybody in the military, from the top generals all the way down to the you know lowest ranks, yep. were all Q. And we were told that they were going to march in the Congress, and they were going to arrest both Democrats and Republicans who weren't obeying the rule of law, meaning the Constitution, and take them over to Gitmo and process them in military tribunals with uh, Hillary Clinton and, and her evil ilk, okay? 
And everybody in the Q continuum, 70, who ended up being 70 to 80 million conservatives, uh, they were like, yeah, go get them, you know. Well, don't people understand what happened throughout all world uh, governmental history when there was a military coup? We can't have that, people. You can't be wishing for that. That would be the most evil thing. That's what has destroyed freedom throughout the millennia here. Uh, so we can't be looking forward to that. That's one thing. We, the people, need to do this work in our home states, and we need the states to fight through us through something called state nullification. But let's get back to the Q. So the Q is just a handful of people in the SIAPS division of DHS. Their job, their mission is to support and defend the entire deep state, which is about six, roughly 6 million people, from all enemies, which are we the people. We the people are the enemies because we're the only we're the only entity in the planet that can stop the deep state of six million employees. And those six million employees are getting paid in the area of $147,000 a piece. And that's coming out of our paychecks, out of our wages and salaries before we even get our wages and salaries. And, and these people, they have to be stopped. They're, they're operating above the law. They're operating above the 10th Amendment law and other constitutional laws. And they are killing us. They're literally killing us. I mean, look look how they killed my friend and colleague, Lavoie Finnecum, in, in Oregon when, when we took over the, uh, the uh, Malheur Wildlife Refuge. There's seven constitutional laws that explicitly prohibit the U.S. government from owning or managing any land in any territory, any territory that has been transformed by act of Congress into a free, independent, and sovereign country, which we call a state. So we took over the Malheur Wildlife Refuge for that and also in support of Dwight and Steve Hammond. And, uh, and these are the people that are shooting us, they're killing us, and we got blue coats coming in and swatting people for like not paying their taxes. And it's against a lot of pay taxes. For one thing, you know, uh, it, we don't have, we don't make income, we have the equal exchange of property. And that's another subject yep. matter we touched on it before. Right. Uh, but they're not supposed to be taking our taxes. So people who don't pay taxes are obeying the law. If you put wages and salaries on Form 1040, you're committing perjury because that is not wages and salaries are not income. Income is is like corporate income, the difference between revenues and expenses. It's against the law for you to put your 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 wages and salaries on form 1040 that's completely against the law and when you do that you're committing perjury and you're supposed to be going to prison for that um so so q okay so q is just a handful of guys uh dhs psi operators who are controlling the minds of 80 million people these people but i think what i what i think ultimately what it is these people want want somebody to do it all for them uh that's it also we need that, let oh. me let me interrupt you just a second. Sure. You hit it. That's it right there. And this is stuff we talked about when we talked about the militia. By the way, we'll have those previous shows. Some of them don't have the video, but they do have the podcast, so you, you hear the important information. This is what we talked about with the militia. It's the people who are supposed to do this stuff. This digital soldier stuff keeps you sitting in front of your computer looking for the next cue drop. Looking for the next, you know, the guy said, pull your decoder ring out of your, your cereal box here. That's what it's right. doing, and it gets you into that mindset that you're doing something when you're doing nothing. You're sitting down when you should be taking a stand, and I think that's the problem, Carl. That's the psychological part. The people think they're doing, oh, I uncovered this. Oh, I have you know, it's like the Gnostics. I have some knowledge that other people don't have. We have to wake them up. Well, wait a minute. 
How about you yeah. wake up? Let, let, let me add this. How about those people wake up to the fact that guess what you're fixing to go into under a Biden-Harris administration? It's Donald Trump has set all this up. He hasn't brought any justice. Somebody was saying, oh, Dr. Fauci was an appointed man. He's been there appointed in his coronavirus task force. He's been given a stage to speak. I thought this was the guy who said, you're fired. Isn't that what he's known for with The Apprentice? You're fired. He got rid of James Comey. Why can't he get rid of Dr. Fauci if that's the case? But he's not doing that. He's playing you. This is WWE. I just, I, WWE is the best way I can, I can put it, uh, Captain Carl. That I, I, just, I don't understand why people can't see that they're being played by both sides. They're being played by Trump. He's saying what you want to hear. He throws you a couple of bones. But when it comes down to the meat of the matter, there ain't no justice. The reason you even have a Biden as a possible president-elect is because he hasn't done his job. And I want to add one more thing. I know you keep referencing DHS, but wasn't it the State Department that was engaged in the propaganda before? And to me, that seems more likely. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you correct me. But they were the ones who were authorized uh, illegally, I think, under the Obama administration through Congress to engage the American people in propaganda. You're right about you're right about the state. They're all they're all interconnected. Now the State Department actually is a legal department, but they folded in with uh, the Department of Homeland Security and the the other plethora of uh, alphabet soup agencies. They're all interconnected right now, and they have been for decades now, actually, um, ever since uh, you know the World Trade Center deal, and uh, and 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 also going all the way back to the 1913 trifecta of constitutional treason and tyranny. Um, and I talked about that in a previous show. Your, your folks should look that up when you get an opportunity. Um, uh, and they're interconnected. Now, the purpose of this organization, like I said, is to protect the 6 million jobs of the, of the deep state. And the, why, why have they, for, why are they forming up to fight against us? Because, we, the people, we have the power to reverse all this stuff through our states. They're afraid of us. Why? Because we can vote for state legislators who make a pledge to sponsor and facilitate the passage of an exact facsimile of the Kentucky and Virginia resolutions drafted by our founding fathers, particularly Thomas Jefferson and James Madison. And we can augment those with an arrest provision so that if, if the Republicans and the Democrats start to violate the 10th Amendment law, anything that's not made in pursuance thereof, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, are, will be null and void of law. And they are null and void of law right now at this exact second. But now we need to make a motion. We need to have action. We need action by the rulers and the leaders of this country. Who are we, the people, pursuant to the rule of law? We have a country of laws, not men. And that's to protect us and also to keep God as our one and only God and King. And so um, what we need to do is elect state legislators. What we need to do is form up delegations in our state voting districts. In other words, for our state government. And we need to go up to the candidates and the existing uh, legislator for your district. You need to have... Anywhere between three to five, six 
uh, of a delegation from your voting district, you need to go into the state capitol. You need to walk through your uh, legislator's door, who is the legislator for your voting district, for the state government I'm talking about. You need to open it up and go in there and read him the riot act. Well, tell him this. You need to tell him, hey, listen, our delegation here and, 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 and hundreds, thousands of people in your district, we all want you to be our state legislator and we're going to do everything we can. We're going to go door to door. We're going to, we're going to print up our own pamphlets. We're going to talk you up and we're going to work so hard to make you our, our to return you as our state legislator. But this is the deal. You have to pledge to us that you are going to sponsor and pass the Kentucky and Virginia resolutions an exact facsimile and augment that with an arrest provision so that your county sheriff and your even even your municipal uh, law enforcement agency and your state law enforcement agency, if they refuse to cease and desist any of the multitude of uh, of uh, null and void laws that the that the Republicans or the Democrats put on us, if they refuse to state and nullify, if they refuse to accept cease and desist those powers that were that they that the Republicans and or the Democrats usurped. Uh, the, the county, the deputy or the local uh, law enforcement agency will will arrest those people uh, and 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 put them in jail for a while, and then afford them a, a trial by a jury of their peers. And if the jury decides that they're guilty of violating a state nullification, you know they will either go to prison or they'll be treated the way they're supposed to be treated, which is capital felony treason, whereby the old definition of uh, Title 18 U.S. Code 2381, they're supposed to be hung at the nearest busy intersection by the posse and kept there until dusk as a as a as a example of what would happen to any politician. Uh, who who went against the rule of law, meaning yeah. the Kevin Carl, let me let me add to that because I just wrote about this yesterday concerning people like Gavin Newsom um, yeah. and some of these governors who are doing what they're doing. We can look, we can go all the way up to the president on this for some of the stuff that he's done unconstitutionally as well. This comes from I, I want people to pay attention. This is very serious stuff, guys. Very serious stuff. This isn't me just going off on something or what Captain Carl is saying, just you know, taking our out of our own mind to make this stuff happen. This is eighteen US code two forty two. Okay? Whoever, under color of any law, statute, ordinance, regulation, or custom, willfully subjects any person in any state, territory, commonwealth, possession, or district to the deprivation of any rights, privileges, or immunities secured or protected by the Constitution or laws of the United States or to different punishments, pains, or penalties on account of such person being an alien or by reason of his color or race, then are prescribed for the punishment of citizens, shall be fined under this title, or imprisoned not more than one year or both, and if bodily injury results, anybody talking about you know the COVID stuff with like people like Andrew Como and the thousands of people that, that are supposedly dead uh, as a result of his actions, 
It says results from the acts committed in violation of this section or if such acts include the use, attempted use, or threatened use of a dangerous weapon, explosives, or fire shall be fined under this title and imprisoned not more than 10 years or both. And if death results from the acts committed in violation of this section or if such acts include kidnapping or an attempt to kidnap, can you say mandatory vaccines, aggravated sexual abuse, or any attempt to commit aggravated sexual abuse or any attempt to kill shall be fined under this title or imprisoned for any term of years or for life or both or may be sentenced to death this is this is people in positions of delegated authority who usurp that authority to infringe on your rights people and you're being told by people that you don't even know who they are that's why they're anonymous you're being told let us handle it trust the plan it's all going to plan you sit back when you are the solution, okay? You're the solution, not Trump, not Congress. You are. And yet these people are worthy of death in, just in this year alone in these lockdowns and these shutdowns make you wear a mask before you go in somewhere to get your stuff. All of this kind of stuff, every one of them, according to the U.S. Code here, especially if you've got a family member that you say has died of COVID under these kinds of things, Look at what it says. That's what the law says. They're worthy of death. Yep. And Tim, uh, right now I'm working on several cases here in the state of Wisconsin. I also have a couple in Nevada. Um, and I've had judges surrender to me in court, by the way, and just completely dismiss my case because they didn't want to deal with this. But I am using Title 18, U.S. Code 241-242, Deprivation of Rights Under Color of Law, to put these judges in prison and put these DAs in prison. And in some cases, I have been threatened uh, by the blue coats that they, you see, the, judge, the, the problem isn't really the blue coats. The problem is the judges and the DAs who give the blue coats their orders, okay? We have to go after the judges and the DAs who send out their blue coats to violate the rule of law and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. For example, the rights that, God, our Father, God in heaven, endowed us with certain unalienable rights. Amongst these is the right to travel without a driver's license or vehicle registration. Okay, they cannot. They cannot change according to the law. According to the Supreme Court of the United States, they cannot change a right endowed us by God, turn it into a privilege, and charge a license and a fee for that right. And not only that, think about this, people. All of our records, they're tracking us. They're tracking us through one primary system. And that system is called the driver's license. Now, let, let, let me get this straight. Let's get this straight. Our public servants who are under our laws that we made are tracking us using driver's licenses? Are you kidding me? And that's before we're a criminal. What about due process? Yeah. I mean, if we went through due process, that'd be a different thing. The only way in, in American law, which is common law, it comes from the Magna Carta. Magna Carta. Yep. Okay. We're under common law. And you can look that up under the Eighth Amendment, uh, for example. We're under common law. So unless, unless the government can come up with a living, breathing person before you in court for you to, to confront, Okay, who, who, who says that you're a criminal, 
There is no there is no criminality there. If there's no if there's no victim, there's no crime. Right. That's the law. That's, that's exactly that's right. Captain Carl, we, so, let, me, let me let me bring this up because we're going to have to close out the radio portion of the show. You want to stick around for a little bit after? Sure, sure. But but let okay. me just say one thing for wrap up. Okay, so the DHSI operators, the Q division, are there to prevent us from using our hmm. states to restore the rule of law through state nullification. They're afraid to death of state nullification because that is a law, that is a constitution. So they came up with this Q thing to take people who tell me every day, Captain Carl, you're on our side. Don't go against us. We're on your side. Well, you're not on my side. You're on the side of the deep state. You're on the side of Q. Right. Q exists. You're part of the Q continuum of 70 to 80 million conservatives working with Q, and Q has got your brain. Q is totally controlling your brain. You, you, you're totally an automaton. You don't do anything but what the deep state tells you to do, and you don't even know it. You wake up. They're using your brains. It's and stop. We got to stop this. Yeah, it's it's a it, that's why it's a psyop. It makes the people think that they're thinking for themselves, and some people are. Some people are. I'll grant some people are doing that. But overall, even those who are doing it continue to look for those drops. Tell me what's coming next. Tell me what's happening here. Tell, you know, all. I mean, even the people that I say do it, and I have some respect for their journalistic integrity as far as what they're trying to pull out of that. But the fact of the matter is, this is where it goes back to. Now, I'm going to uh, people who want to join us on YouTube, Bradley Dean, or Facebook, or jump on um, Before It's News or Sons of Liberty Media you want to jump on any of those things, we're going to finish up. We won't. We probably won't stay too long. But one of the things I want to do, uh, Carl, is I want to I want to give an example of one of these people that says, "Okay, I'm just going to make up law," and and then we'll listen to him kind of justify it. And I want to get your take on it because I know you're just going to tear this guy apart. Um, he's a pretty prominent guy, and and it's pretty easy to see what's going on. It's almost as though the push, you, you talked about the problem being the judges and not the guys who come to do it. I think it's both. The other guys should have enough sense to say, no, 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 that's an unlawful order that you're giving. We're not doing it. And you can take so, and shove it. In fact, the, in fact, we're going to see that we impeach you. It's the oath to support and the Constitution as well. It's the what? It's to honor their oath to support yes. and defend the Constitution. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got, we got 30 seconds here for the show, uh, show closes out on the radio. Tell people where they can find out about you. Okay, what I'd like you to do for the time being, I used to have a Facebook page, but for the time being, I just would like you to go ahead and contact me at K-K-O-E-N-I-G-S-1776 at Hotmail.com. And let's get together. Now that Biden's elected, I'm hoping that the conservatives and the patriots and the, and the American militia freedom forces will all unite into one force to restore the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, uh, tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., Lord willing, we're going to have Lynn Taylor on, Comcore Diva. You don't want to miss that either, all right? Till then, see ya. Okay. All right. So we want to welcome people who will be joining us from Red State Talk Radio on any of these video platforms that we're on. And here's the thing I want to do, uh, Captain Carl. I've got um, none other than uh, Andrew Cuomo. Okay. And here's what Andrew Cuomo had to say about sheriffs. And by the way, there were New Yorkers uh, in Buffalo who were kicking 
these sheriffs and these health inspectors out saying, you ain't got no business being here. Good for them. Good for them. You know, this is what it's going to take. People, it's going to take not being afraid and willing to stand up and do what needs to be done. And you know what? If they arrest you, consider yourself a part of the family. This is, I mean, you can't that's expect, a, you can't nice. expect to be loved by the world. So here, here is a, here's Andrew Cuomo on that. And just listen to this nonsense of how he tries to justify his tyranny. I don't believe as a law enforcement officer, you have a right to pick and choose what laws you will enforce. And EO is a law that no, is it isn't. litigated, right? Uh, well, I don't believe in that law, and therefore I won't enforce it. Uh, that is, uh, frankly, frightening to me as an individual. This guy is frightening. Frightening to democracy. And there is no democracy. It's, it's a republic. And it violates your constitutional duty. I didn't say uh, I swear to uphold the laws that I agree with. No, he's violating the laws he swore to uphold. <laughs> uh, if I don't agree with the law, then I'm not going to enforce that law. No. Doesn't matter. He's doing that all the what time. My opinion is I'm a law enforcement officer. I enforce the laws. I don't get to pick and choose. Well, I'm not going to enforce domestic violence law because I think that's a family affair. They had a family fight, and I don't think it's the state's right to come in and say, you shouldn't treat your wife that way. You shouldn't treat your husband that way. No, there's a law. And you have to enforce the law. Or don't call yourself a law enforcement officer. Say, I enforce the laws that I think I are good laws. That's what you get. But then I'm not a law enforcement official, and I'm not operating a law enforcement agency. Uh, and that has consequences, too. You know, Tony, the one thing that I think has got to happen here. Let me bring this up. Sorry. I don't know why they change these videos like that. You know, Tony, I, I think if you don't like that a law, I, I just don't understand. You don't want to make the pizza the way I say to make it. I'm going to get Louis and, and Guido after you. That's, I mean, that's what he's saying. And then he compares it to an actual crime of domestic uh, abuse. This 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 EO that he has that infringes on the very law that he that he swore to uphold. Right. And he's sitting here justifying it by taking actual law that deals with criminality. And it's like, what in the world is going on? And he's not the only one. And he's one. I'm telling you, New York, you guys need to form your militia. <laughs> you need to go arrest the guy. You need to give him due process. I'll grant it. But he's already said it right here on camera. You've got the video. There's the video evidence of him confessing to his crimes. And he's infringed on the liberties of other people in New York. And what's, what's the penalty for that? People died in that. It says up to death. I just read you the code. What say you, Captain Carl? Uh, you know, some people accuse me of uh, getting wonky and, and, and you know, they, they, they say that I should be more pithy. So I'm going to make this really pithy. I'm going to make this real simple for your entire audience. The Supreme Court of the United States ruled 
that statutes and codes are not law. Period. Statutes and codes are not law. Statutes and codes are null and void of law. That's what the Supreme Court said. Unless they're made in pursuance of the Constitution. And why did they say that? The Supreme Court ruled that statutes and codes are not law. End of story. Unless they're made in pursuance of the Constitution because of the supremacy clause in the Constitution, which is, quote-unquote, the supreme law of the land. The supremacy clause says that any statutes and codes that aren't made in pursuance of the Constitution is null and void of law. And it's not enforceable by a court of law. No judges are bound to uphold it. And and nobody's uh, authorized to enforce it. Period. End of story. That's your answer. No statutes and codes are law. None. That's by ruling of the Supreme Court of the United States. Yeah. And that's by ruling of the Constitution itself under Article 2, Clause, I mean, excuse me, Article 6, Clauses 2 and 3. The people, you people, you're the rulers and the leaders. You need to look up your own laws so you need so you understand what you're enforcing. And I said you're enforcing. That's up to us. We the people pursuant to the Second Amendment law. Read the Second Amendment law when you get a chance. Read it. This the the militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms should not be infringed. And then that goes to Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. It tells you right there who's in charge of executing the law of the land. I kid you not. Look it up. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. It says right there that, uh, and I'll just, I'll just read it to you right out, of, right out of the Constitution right here. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. It says right here. To provide, provide for calling yep. forth the militia. That's we the people. To execute the laws of the union, suppress, I'm going to throw these two words in there. I admit that I'm throwing them in there, but deep state insurrections. Okay, that's where the deep state violates the 10th Amendment law, which is all of them. That's the definition of the deep state. Any agency or bureau from the U.S. government that that violates the 10th Amendment law is the deep state. Insurrections and repel, I'm going to put these words in there, foreign illegal alien invasions. There's ways of coming into our country that makes you legal. And I don't, none of us, nobody should care. I certainly don't care what the color of your skin is. I don't care what country you came from. I don't care at all. As long as you, as long as you obey the, the Constitution, particularly the naturalization laws and, and the laws that we delegated to the U.S. government to, quote, unquote, prohibit the migration and importation of persons, we gave, we delegated to the U.S. government that power, okay? Why did we do that? We did that to protect our unique American culture. We have an extremely unique American culture here, which is based under God and based under the Declaration of Independence, first and foremost, then the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence made possible, and the Bill of Rights. We have a unique American culture you see, a country is not a border. A country has nothing to do with borders whatsoever, period, end story. A country has to do with a culture, okay? And, 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 and that's the definition of a country, is a culture. 
we have a unique American culture. That's why we have something called the naturalization laws in the Constitution. A naturalization law is a five to seven year probationary period where people coming from other countries who declare that they want to become an American have to go to these classes, classes on top of classes on top of classes for five to seven years. And they have to learn what it means to walk, talk, think, even our holidays, all that stuff, uh, how we behave, how we operate, how we think. They have to learn how to be an American and how to, 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 to come into the American culture. And then after the five to seven years, they're asking a question. Now that you've learned how to be an American, do you want to be an American? And if they say, no, we don't want to be an American, then they have the right to go back home where they, where they have their own culture, where they have their own way of thinking, where they have yep. their own thing. But if, but, but, but uh, if, if they, and if they, you know, and then, so that's what it is. I mean, that's the way it's got to be so that we can protect our American culture. Now, our, our American culture was, was solidified in 1808, according to the Constitution. In 1808, whatever Americans were here at the time, and it could be anybody, whatever, uh, but 1808, according to the Constitution, is when the American culture was defined. So whoever was here at that time, and their culture and their belief systems and their values and their principles and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence, 1808 was locked in. Okay, so anybody coming here to be an American needs to accept the culture of 1808. It's right in the Constitution. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, one of the things I wanted to hit on uh, before we close out the show is when we're talking about the militia and stuff, this is one of the things that I see missing from the Second Amendment organizations. Everything is about sport shooting. It's about your personal right to keep and bear arms, which that's a part of the Second Amendment. Don't get me wrong. But how many of them are actually talking about militia? The only one I know that actually brings that up is American Firearms Association. For people who aren't aware of that, we've been trying to get Aaron Dorn on. And Aaron and his team, what they do is they don't just go, you know, to the wine and dine parties and do all this kind of stuff that a lot of the other organizations do. I'm not saying all of them do, but they 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 go and they fraternize with the enemy, so to speak. Aaron and him, they go to the offices of the reps. They go to the offices of the senators. They'll talk to anybody. They they go in there and they educate their staff. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, one of the staff members that they went to said, what are you guys doing? Nobody comes and does this. Nobody who does what you, who who supports what you support. They don't come in here and, and tell us this is what this is what the Constitution says and this is how this is to be applied. They don't educate us, but these guys do that. And uh, boy, they're I mean they're 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 tough guys. They're big guys. They go in there and they they lay it out just like you've laid out here. And uh, I think this is one of the things that's missing from the the Second Amendment groups is this understanding that you have a you have this right to keep and bear arms because you have a duty to secure a free state. I mean, yeah, self-protection, your family and all too, but you have the duty. Because you have the right, which is your liberty or authority, you have the duty then to do something. You know, it's that old Spider-Man thing with great power comes great responsibility, right? This is yeah. what it is. This is what these guys do. Are you familiar with the American Firearms Association? I am. I okay. am indeed. And you know what, Tim? Um, people have accused me of being Samuel Adams and all that kind of stuff, but now I am a member of the Sons of Liberty. 
and I feel that I'm with you, and I cannot wait to hear that show. I, I'm really looking forward to that. Well, I am too, and his dad too. I'm wanting to get his dad. I believe his dad's name's Paul Dorn. I've called him uh, to get him on the show because he goes into uh, counties and, and municipalities, and he helps the people basically defund the public education system so they can do so they can educate their own kids the way they see fit not the way the state tells them they have to educate them it's great amen but let me also state and take back our money so we have yeah. the money <laughs> yes. to support and fund our local school board you know, our local school and have and we should be voting in our localities what our school is teaching that's our right that's our power we are the rulers and the leaders not them we should lead them to teach, for example, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of Bill of Rights, for example, and other economic things that are so valuable uh, to, to, to their own life, liberty, and property. I mean, now, let's, let's think about this. These, all of our people here on the show need to think about this. We have over $25 trillion in national public debt. Who's going to pay for that? And number two, we have uh, $213 trillion in unfunded liabilities right now, in other words, there's no money in any kitty or nothing like that. They just steal the money out of our wages and salaries and sometimes even steal our property, literally steal our property. I'm not exaggerating whatsoever. Um, and they steal our property to, to, to fund these things that they're not supposed to fund. And then they have the, they have the audacity to give back our states a little tiny fraction of what they steal from us in our state in our free, independent, sovereign country that we call a state, they give us a little tiny fraction back. And then what do we do? We go and kneel in the voting booth and we pull a lever and we're praying for either the Republicans or the Democrats. Like they're our gods, like they're our kings. When all that money comes from only, well, comes from us secondarily, but comes from only one source, all blessings. All blessings come from one place and that's the Lord our God, period. There's no blessings. There's no money, there's no wages, there's no nothing without God, first and foremost. So when, we, when we're in the voting booth, we shouldn't be praying that the Republicans buy our votes or the Democrats buy our votes using our own money and our own money from our states. They're supposed to pay for these schools, okay? Where under Article 1, Section 8, does the, does the U.S. government have the right to steer our wages, salaries, and property and then give federal grants to our schools? And that's nothing but control. That's blood money, people. The IRS carries guns. I have a friend by the name of Joe Bannister, by the way. He's, uh, he was a, one of the top, uh, you know, one of the top uh, federal agents for the IRS. He's got a story that you people need to listen to. And it's on a show about one of my organizations called We the People Congress, We the People Foundation. And that documentary is America from Freedom to Fascism. And Joe Bannister tells you a little bit of his story. There's more to it than that, but uh, you can start with that. And, uh, and, and, and it's just a shame. These federal grants, are, they're using federal grants to control our states, control our students, control our, student, our, 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 our school boards, and control us. When we, the people, are supposed to be controlling them, we're the rulers, we're the leaders in the first paragraph of the Constitution itself. And, and pursuant to Romans 13, 1 through 5, we're the rulers and the leaders. We're the ordained rulers of God. You, should, you guys should read that. King James Version is the best. Yeah, I agree. And we've talked about that before. And I think this was part of the why I thought yesterday's program 
Uh, and I'll go ahead and put that in here too, since we're referencing some of this. This is why I think it's so important that people understand the ecclesia, the church. That's what, that's the the Greek word is ecclesia in the New Testament. The church, as it's translated, are to be the ones who go against the gates of hell, the places of of judgment, the places where there the people are heard. And we gave some instances of that. And the church has lost that. They've just said, "Oh, we just need to tell everybody about Jesus." Well, we do. We do need to tell them about Jesus. We need to tell them about the Savior of, of, of men from sin, which is a violation or transgression of what? Law. That's what we're talking about. It's the same message. And then we have to go to the leaders, not the leaders, the representatives that we've elected and say, look, you're to represent us. And we believe that God has said these things here. You can't be going and saying, okay, we're just going to have open bathrooms for boys and girls. Now, I understand you have certain bathrooms that have a lock on the door and you're in a certain place and men and women use it. I get that. But that's not what they're talking about. They're talking about open bathrooms that boys and girls be in there at the same time, all this kind of stuff. You're wanting to do that? Wait a minute. This is problematic. And we're telling you, no, you don't get to do that. You want to make the sodomy uh, somehow legal? Um, no, you don't get to do that. God said that's that's an abomination. You don't do that. You don't bring that curse on us. You want to murder babies in our city? No, you're not going to do that. Right. And and again, it's it's God. The people are the solution. The people are the solution. You say, what do we do? We showed it to you yesterday. We showed you the simple task that you have. You just have to have courage and you have to have faith and you got to know what you're talking about, which means you got to be in your Bible. You got to know what your constitution says because that's what you're operating under. And so I don't understand. I don't understand how much more clear we can be, but I can tell you this. I know yesterday's show for a lot of people, the light bulb went on because I saw it in the chat. They said, Oh yeah, this is what we, this is what we're supposed to do. Not sit here and look for Q drops and figure out stuff that is not going to make us do squat. It's going to make us sit back and say, oh, somebody else is going to handle that, who never does, and they aren't handling it. And by the way, I'll throw this in. This will be the last thing that we do because uh, I'm going to have to close out the show here. There are guys talking about, well, Trump is going to be the last guy to deal with this because, boy, when Biden and Harris get in there, it's going to be the full-on communist deal going on, this, that, and the other. First of all, both of them are WWE actors. Okay, that's All of them are. That's what they are. When you saw Lindsey Graham, he was going after all the people. Did you see the fist bump with Harris and the pat on the back? You don't do that to people who are mortal enemies trying to tear your country apart. You don't do that. What is this stuff? And the fact of the matter is, is this. There, this guy said, what if he calls up martial law? Then we got to, he said, this is a guy in England. Then then the people need to get behind him to deal with this. I'm like, uh, I don't see any of that in the Constitution. I'm like, if you know where the criminals are and you know who they are, why are you not calling up the militia to go deal with them? Folks, why isn't he dealt with 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 the criminals who are creating the riots now? Huh? He has the authority to do it, but he's not doing it, is he, Carl? Not at all, not at all. And that's the reason why we need to... We also have to understand this is critical. I want everybody to understand this. The rule of law is not the laws, statutes, and codes that they put on us. The rule of law is the Constitute, the Declaration of Independence, first and foremost, the first law in U.S. Code. That's the rule of law. And the, and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Other than that, there is no law. 
because the rulers and the leaders over America made that law to, so that uh, the blessings of liberty, that, so that we could uh, secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. We are the rule of law, not them. Don't listen to these politicians. They're liars. And they're trying to get in your head. And they're saying, oh, America is, 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 a, is a nation of laws. You're darn right we are. A nation of our laws on the president of the United States of America. And on, on, on governors and on all politicians, all Republicans and Democrats. They're under our laws. Look it up in the first paragraph of the Constitution for yourself. And read the Declaration of Independence. The law is us, not them. There's no such thing as the rule of law as they're calling it. There is no rule of law. We are the rule of law. The Constitution is the rule of law. And if they're disobeying the rule of law, according to the law, they're supposed to be hung after a jury trial. Everybody has the right to <laughs> yes, jury trial. that's right. Everybody has the right to bail. Yep. But after the jury trial, they're supposed to be hung. And that's the law, as an example to any politician who would think otherwise. Yep. Yep. Uh, Carl, we appreciate you as always. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you come on, and I know the people love it in the in the chat too. There, the, except for a couple of people who are, I guess, following QAnon <laughs> or something. But does. yeah, and that's okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah, and lar- and largely, uh, I think that uh, you've been a blessing to have on the show. The times that we've had you on, we'll have you on again in the future for sure. I'm glad that we've become friends. And um, guys, here's the thing: tomorrow morning, six a.m. Eastern time, Lord willing. Lynn Taylor's going to be with us. Another rotten at the core Wednesday. We're going to be exposing more lawlessness out of uh, out of the feds, tied with this globalist agenda that you think is being stopped. The swamp is being drained, but it's not. And so, join us for that. The information is what you need to go do what you got to do. It's look, we are not QAnon that says, "Hey, sit back, the plan, trust our plan." We got a plan for it. That's not that's not Sons of Liberty. Sons of Liberty is you get the information, now go do something about it. And you've been instructed. You've been given the law. You have the authority to do it. Do something. Don't sit back on your laurels saying, oh, I discovered this. Oh, I discovered that. Oh, I learned something else. No, go, that's great that you did, <laughs> but go do something with it. Turn the talk radio into do radio. And that's what we want, because if really, you know, we keep saying we got to stand up, we got to take our country back. Well, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. You're not going to get it by deciphering with your decoder rings certain drops from people that you don't even know who they are. You're going to get it by knowing exactly what the law says and then go and apply it. All right. With that said, you guys have a great day. Again, 22 and a half hours. We'll talk to you then. See you.